It's Thursday, September 11, don't be frightened, 2014. You're going the wrong way! What? You're going the wrong way! Greenhouse gas emissions jump at the highest rate ever recorded. To date, Tony Abbott has made Australia the first country in the world to reverse action on climate change. Australia's emissions jump after carbon tax axed just two months ago. Oceans acidifying at a rate not seen in 300 million years. Plus, some good news. Thank you. The ozone layer is bouncing back. All of that bad news and a little tiny bit of good news and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Boy, with all the terrible things in the world, we'll all be underwater in 200 years anyway, so who cares? Well, there's that. Feel better? This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, for the last several weeks or even months, we've been reporting on extreme weather, huge downpours all over the U.S., all over the rest of the world. And now we have, in early September, 14 inches of snow in Calgary. Is this more of the same, changing climate patterns all across the globe? It sure seems like it. It'll take time for scientists to find out for sure. But yeah, it does seem global warming is turbocharging the weather. I mean, how many freak storms do people need to see before they decide to do something about it? Apparently a lot. And it doesn't seem to be getting much better. U.N. scientists warned in a new report this week that levels of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere rose at the fastest rate ever recorded. That's according to the World Meteorological Organization that says CO2 emissions rose in 2013 at the fastest rate in 30 years. So we seem to be learning absolutely nothing? Uh, It does appear to be that way. The WMO also says it appears that perhaps the Earth's natural carbon sinks might be reaching their saturation point. Carbon dioxide is now 142% higher than it was in pre-industrial times. The WMO warns we are, quote, running out of time to cut emissions and avoid the worst impacts of climate change. Natural carbon sinks reaching their saturation point. What does that mean? That means the ocean and plants, things that naturally absorb carbon dioxide in our system, are starting to lose their capacity to absorb all the carbon dioxide we have dumped into the atmosphere. They have taken in as much as they can. The rest is going to just continue floating around out there? They do suspect that might be the case. Wow. And the report also finds that the surge in CO2 is acidifying the oceans at a rate not seen in 300 million years. Now, the oceans, again, naturally absorb some of our CO2 emissions, but too much CO2 actually changes ocean chemistry, and that ultimately can kill coral reefs and ocean plants and animals that live at the bottom of the ocean food chain. And that matters why? Well, if you kill off the bottom of the ocean food supply, that affects everything that we like to eat that's farther up the ocean food chain. Meanwhile, in Australia, a new study shows just two months after the conservative Abbott administration repealed Australia's successful carbon tax on its largest industrial polluters, Australia's emissions have shot up again. The carbon tax had reduced Australia's emissions by 7% and slashed household electricity rates. But now, according to Vice.com, all proposed solar farms in Australia are on hold because investors are uncertain about the future of Australia's renewable energy sector. They taxed 
industry for polluting, and that decreased the amount of pollution. Then they removed the tax, and it increased the amount of pollution, and it killed efforts for alternative energy that doesn't pollute. Right. Just as those who opposed killing that landmark tax had predicted. Yep. Now, some good news. And not a moment too soon. A new NASA report finds that the planet's protective ozone layer is actually recovering. Right now, the countries of the world report that there are zero emissions of carbon tetrachloride. Scientists first realized back in the 1970s that we were destroying the Earth's protective ozone layer with industrial chemicals called CFCs. World governments overcame fierce industry opposition to phase out those CFCs in the Montreal Protocol of 1987, the world's first international climate treaty, led by Ronald Reagan, Senior George Bush, and Margaret Thatcher. Tree huggers. We now know, too, that great damage is being done to the ozone layer by the production of halons and chlorofluorocarbons. But at least we have recognized that reducing and eventually stopping the emission of CFCs is one positive thing we can do about the menacing accumulation of greenhouse gases. So working together with the world, creating a treaty, putting caps on emissions actually works and it doesn't destroy the world economy? That's correct. The ozone hole is, quote, well on track for full recovery by 2050. And when you think about it, it is scary just how close we came to destroying it before we even realized we were doing it. And how about the UN who oversaw all of this? Have they taken the world and thrown us all into prison camps yet? (laughs) No, as a matter of fact, they haven't. Just wait for it. For all of that and more, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. While you're there, please consider a donation to help the Green News Report stay on the air through good news and bad. We just like telling you the truth for a change. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. 